Hello, today is Monday, April 25th. This is Pastor Caleb, and you're listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily Bible reading and reflection on God's Word throughout the week, uh, giving us a simple and steady diet of devotion, looking forward to when we gather together to worship as a church on Sunday. Um, This week, we are continuing in our marriage sermon series, and so we're going to continue to look at some passages of Scripture uh, that talk about the importance of marriage. And so we're going to pray today that our marriages would reflect the relationship between Christ and His church. We're going to read Revelation chapter 19, beginning in verse 6. The setting and context of chapter 19 is the marriage supper of the Lamb. So this is at the end of the age when uh, the church throughout all generations is gathered with the Lord and there is this great feast um, to celebrate all that Jesus has done. This is what the Lord's Supper looks forward to. The Lord's Supper looks back in remembrance at, um, at what Jesus did for us on the cross, but it looks forward to the Great Supper of the Lamb, where we will eat in this um, great end-of-the-age meal, celebrating all that He has done and and being able to be with Him and uh, dwell with Him forever. And this is what uh, the Word of God says in Revelation chapter 19, starting in verse 6. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder. So this is the people of God. And they were crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give Him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So you'll notice here that the people are crying out, Hallelujah! exalting God that he uh, reigns and and this is at the marriage supper of the lamb as we said uh, and it says that his bride the lamb's bride has made herself ready clothing herself with fine linen bright and pure which are the righteous deeds of the saints and so this is a picture of the bride of Christ the bride of Christ is the church of Christ the church of Christ are all those who have trusted in him by grace through faith and, and walk uh, in faith with Him throughout their lives here on earth. And then when they uh, pass away, they get to be with the Lord. And at the end of the age, uh, we'll celebrate the marriage supper of the Lamb. He'll return and make all things right, establish a new heavens and a new earth, and we'll get to reign with Him as His people forever. Uh, but you'll, you see here the illustration that is given for His people is that they are His bride. And... And as his bride, uh, they are saved by grace through faith, not by works. They're not saved by works. They're they're saved by the blood of the Lamb. That's why why this is referred to as the marriage supper of the Lamb. But they clothe themselves in righteous deeds. So so it's like Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8, 9, and 10, 
that says we are saved not by works lest any man should boast but by the grace that is found in Jesus Christ uh, but then we should walk in good works that he has prepared for us beforehand that's verse 10 so that's the pattern God saves you but God saves you not just to give you grace but that he saves you so that then you would do good works not in order to be saved but because you have been saved uh representing the holiness of the God, the purity of the God that has saved you. Um, and if you are saved, then you'll produce fruit. If you don't produce fruit, then you should not have confidence that you've ever truly been saved. And, uh, and so the, the picture is a picture of a bride who is not, a, not an adulterous bride, but a faithful bride who has clothed herself with fine linen, bright and pure, in the good deeds after being saved by the grace of the bridegroom. And, uh, and so, therefore, the, the, as Ephesians 5 tells us, marriage, even from the beginning in Genesis 1 and 2, has always been a picture of Christ and the church. Uh, it portrays what the relationship between Christ and the church is like. Husbands should lay down their wives, just as Jesus was willing to lay down his life for his bride. Wives should submit to their husbands and honor him, just as the church should submit to Christ and honor him. Uh, and you have this complementary relationship where you have a, a servant leader who is gentle and kind, yet uh, bold and lion-hearted to go uh, fight, lay down his life on one hand like a lamb, fight at the end of the age, doing away with evil like a lion for his bride. That's, that's what a husband should be, gentle, lamb-like, relating to his bride, lion-hearted, bold, and providing for his family and fighting for them. And then you have the bride who is to clothe herself in righteous deeds in order to honor her husband, serve her husband, uh, bring honor to his name in the community and in, in the world uh, by being a light to the world and and that that's what the church should be for Jesus who uh, lives for him uh, um, uh, submits to his authority and and lives to make his name great in the world uh, living for his honor being a light to the world and and that's what a a bride should live, that's how a bride should live for her husband. And so what you see here portrayed in this marriage supper is the marriage relationship between Christ and the church and, and our marriages as, uh, as, as married beings in this age pointing to the next age that is to come. Uh, our marriages should reflect that. So uh, the question for us, husbands, the way we are loving our wife can we look at the way we love our wife and say this is how Jesus loves the church wives the way we love our husbands um, the way the way you love your husbands the way you serve your husbands uh, is is that could that be portrayed as an accurate representation of the way that the church should love and, and live for Jesus so that's just a simple great devotion here from Revelation chapter 19 and I just I would just ask you today like analyze 
where you need to grow. I'm going to do this myself. Ask the Lord to forgive us where we failed um, and ask for Him to continue to let us grow in grace and put on these good works of purity in the way that we relate to our spouses so that we can bring honor to them in this world, but ultimately do this not just for them, but ultimately for God so that we can bring honor to God in the way that we love our spouse. This has been Pastor Caleb, and you've been listening to Simple Rhythms.